This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. Today is Wednesday, October 19th. I'm Stan Friedman, and this is Franchise Today. Coming to you from the Intercontinental Hotel in the beautiful Buckhead community of Atlanta and the Franchise Update Leadership and Development Conference designed for CEOs, presidents, and franchise sales and development executives. Since its introduction 23 years ago, this conference has experienced tremendous growth, reaching more and more franchise executives seeking inspiration and guidance on how to better grow their careers and their businesses. This conference has become a must-attend event for all those who value staying on top of trends as well as those looking to generate new ones. I hope, too, that you enjoyed the reprise of my conversation last week with Noodles & Company's John Ramsey. It was a great interview two and a half years ago when it first aired, but its timeless value was probably listened to for the first time by many in this rapidly growing audience. Well, today I bring you another first heard here on Franchise Today, an interview with Ben Utech, a man who enjoyed an exemplary career on the gridiron as a starting tight end for the Bengals and then Indianapolis Colts culminating with his Super Bowl championship in 2007, playing with Peyton Manning on Tony Dungy's award-winning team. Following his NFL career, Ben brought those transferable skills from the field and playbook to the franchise game as both a franchisee and franchisor, and today serves as Chief Culture and Development Officer of Conquer, Ninja Gyms. When I return in two minutes or less, I'll be joined by none other than Super Bowl champion, franchisee, and franchisor, Ben Utah. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. We are all familiar with Vistage, YPO, and EO. Well, now comes Zor Forum, a somewhat similar type of executive group, but this one comes with a twist. Zor Forum groups are exclusively for franchisors. Imagine a peer group for sharing and networking on a platform built exclusively for franchise executives. Zor Forum members are afforded unparalleled access to best practices and some of the brightest minds within the franchising world through regular meetings and a dedicated communications platform. In this post-COVID world, a franchise-specific mastermind or peer group is an endeavor worth making time for. Zorforum groups of 6 to 10 will bring leaders together that are in similar situations but with exclusivity in terms of their competitive set so that each can openly help others benefit from their respective knowledge, perspective, and experience with no fear of competitive loss. Network, learn, strategize, and remain motivated along your journey. Join a peer group, not just any peer group. Join the only one designed for emerging franchisors. Join Zorforum. Learn more at Zorforum.com. That's www.Zorforum.com. Ben Utech has always chased his dreams, finding his way from the river town of Hastings, Minnesota to a Super Bowl championship field. He's established himself as a prominent corporate speaker and coach in the areas of organizational culture and leadership development. Ben is a high-performing chief culture officer and chief growth officer, currently working with Behavioral Essentials, True North Equity, and Conquer Ninja Gyms. 
Ben has had success in many realms, including being awarded Tony Dungy's Uncommon Leader Award, following in the footsteps of athletes like Peyton Manning. Ben would tell you his greatest passion is being a husband to his beautiful wife and a father to their four daughters. And before we're done here today, he'll tell you that and a whole lot more. Ben Utech, welcome to Franchise Today. Stan, it's awesome to be with you. Thanks for having me. The good fortune on my part is I got to participate with Rebecca Monet in your interview on her podcast. So it gave me a head start in understanding who you are and what you're about. And I'm really proud to have you here. You being in my life, the third person personally that I know wearing a Super Bowl ring. So I think that's pretty cool. But the other two, well, one of the other two appeared here on Franchise Today. Do you know Musin Muhammad? I recognize the name. Yeah. And Ed too tall jones yeah for sure absolutely <laughs> but here we are because you and me are talking franchising today yes and we're going to talk about your career and when one goes to your linkedin profile they just have to get inspired by the titles you see alone super bowl champion chief culture officer chief growth officer franchisor speaker franchisee author tony dungy uncommon leader award wow i mean <laughs> The Super Bowl ring wasn't enough, was it? <laughs> <laughs> You're a rock star. Oh, man. Listen, I have always been somebody that just has to go win another Super Bowl. I mean, that's just a that's just a part of my nature. And so I truly have an entrepreneurial spirit at heart. I don't know how to turn it off, Stan. Well, we're going to ask you to do what I ask guests to do every week, and that's to help us understand how franchising found you with all of the things that you could be doing post-NFL. You found yourself with Concord Ninja Gyms at the center of gravity, both as a, a franchisor and a franchisee. So why don't you unpack all that for us? Sure. And is that the beginning of your franchise career or was franchising touching you at some other stage in your life as well? Well, it first touched me through mentorship. One of my most dear friends and business and life mentors is a gentleman named Scott Hillstrom. And Scott, was the IFA Entrepreneur of the Year Award recipient a number of years ago for franchising a healthcare pharmacy for Africa through a nonprofit model. And I was just blown away at this incredible operating system that he created in order to positively impact people's lives and bring good quality health care through the franchise model. And and so I began learning about franchising through my relationship with Scott Hillstrom. And it just so happened that about 12 months ago, I had a chance to open some businesses in downtown St. Paul, Minnesota. And one of those businesses was a franchise and it was Conquer Ninja Gyms, which is, if you've ever seen the television show American Ninja Warrior, which has become so successful. It is basically that idea in a box. It's a turnkeyed version of American Ninja Warrior called Conquer Ninja Gyms. And I really fell in love with this concept that ties fitness and entertainment together and gives predominantly children, adolescents, young adults, a massive platform to compete in a new sport and to also incorporate a culture that not only improves them physically, but also tries to develop them as young humans. And so I said yes, and that was the first launching of a franchise business that I've ever started in my life. And other than Scott, and by the way, Scott, I believe, if I'm not I'm going to put my foot in my mouth, but I don't think I'm going to, I think I'm right. I remember Scott and his involvement when he first began this program, and I think it was in Kenya. That's right. And Michael Side, Michael Side is yes. an IFA board member and an icon in the franchise world. I think Michael flew to Africa with him to evaluate the idea and to help him put the program together. If I'm 
not mistaken. You're spot on. Yeah. Michael's side was, Scott has brought him up a number of times and his expertise. And so honestly, that's where the seed was planted, Stan. And, and I, I got to see it done at such a high level and the impact, not only, not only the impact of building and growing a healthy, sustainable business, but the outcomes, like to be able to, to, to use a franchise model and its scalability to positively impact the lives of thousands of people was so inspirational. So you got involved first by buying a franchise? Yeah. So the first time I truly got involved was by buying a franchise I and mean, opening uh, a Conquer Ninja Gyms in, in my home state of Minnesota. And that's ultimately what led to the corporate entity pursuing me once they began to understand my passion for organizational culture and, and building out a scalable, practicable model. They began to pursue me to be a fractional chief culture officer for them and to become a part of the ownership group of, of the franchisor. And so what kind of role did you play in, and what was the first thing you did? How many franchisees are there first off? Yeah, so currently there is uh, 10 stores that are open and four of those are corporate and we have another four under contract. So we're, we're right in that 14 and gaining a lot of momentum quickly. And as chief culture officer, what does that hat look like in that business? What's the role that you play in trying to drive the culture and working with those franchisees to ensure it? Well, this has been a unique C-suite position that's been trending over the last five years because it, it really is identified as a part of the HR side of business, the importance of having a dedicated person, leader, and team that can focus completely on providing purpose and value and leadership development to its people, going outside of, of just compliance and policy, but really into creating a scalable system around the development of the human condition at work. And that was something, Stan, that, that I learned from Tony Dungy, right? Tony Dungy, Hall of Fame NFL coach, was the first to win a Super Bowl built on servant leadership, this idea that if you build better men, actually, you get better football players, right? If you build better people, you get better performance. But it went beyond just words. He created a system that we practiced on and off the field in order to improve ourselves along with improving our skills on the football field. And so I thought to myself, that is what I want to bring into the corporate industry, right? And what not a better platform than franchising to build a non-negotiable belief system that you can scale across all locations in the future. And that's really what my job is as a culture officer. So... I'm sure that just like would be the case with a playbook, the field, and the game, I would suspect that accountability is a big part of building culture, isn't it? Oh, 100%. Yeah, and making sure that accountability is defined. Sometimes organizations struggle with accountability, and, and a lot of that is because there's a lack of alignment, right? If you went around the C-suite and asked everybody to define accountability, they would define it differently. And so part of what you need to do around the creation of culture is focus on alignment right? So accountability is radically important. We just need to make sure that everybody in the organization is in alignment on what is accountability, why does accountability matter in the workplace, 
And how do you practice accountability in order to get the behaviors out of your people? And that's the ultimate goal. When I was still a franchisor and I would bring people in for discovery day, literally the first 90 minutes of my discovery day didn't mention the brand wing zone. It didn't mention anything to do with our concept. It was all about defining what is a franchisor and what is his role or hers? Mm. What is a franchisee and what is his or her role? as a franchisee mm -hmm. and how do we collectively get to the place where interdependency is possible yeah. because we each understand who we are, what we're here to accomplish, and we hold each other accountable to get it done. Yeah, that man, Stan, that is really good. And and honestly, that that um, that's pretty reflective of the experience I had coming into the NFL and into the Indianapolis Colts was so much of that focused first on the Colts way, the culture of the Colts way, and how radically important that was in alignment with what our actual jobs were. And so they did a really thorough job of defining exactly what my role was as a tight end, what those expectations were, not only on the field, but off the field. And so that training, that onboarding process that incorporated that perspective was radically important to setting a standard for expectation and excellence. And I really appreciated that about joining the Indianapolis Colts. My philosophy was if you can't abide by what we just talked about and we take that first 90 minutes of my discovery day and we get to the break and I say to everyone, I hope that you take seriously what we've just been discussing because there's no need for you to return for the rest of the day today if you don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, so, it's so true. The way, yeah, basically the way it was said in Indianapolis was it's it's the Colts way or it's, it's the highway. I mean, and you were a starter, right? So you're fighting not only to play, but to defend your starting role. So you yep, really absolutely. have to take all that seriously. There are how many other guys sitting on that bench that would love to have a shot at your job? Well, yeah, and the average NFL career is between two and a half and three years. So there's a lot of turnover, right, from injury and from and because of because of talent and because honestly because of character because of character issues. And so, so all of that is so radically important. And I, I'm of this belief system after coming out of a chosen culture in Indianapolis that we can do the same thing. That we can build an objective, non-negotiable belief system that has alignment across all leadership and can be trained to a degree and inspired to a degree across the entire team. And I experienced it personally and it worked. It led us to a Super Bowl. And that's what I intend to, to bring into the franchise community. Well, you're preaching to the choir here. Back in 07, I shared with you the last time we spoke that I started a pro athlete franchising initiative program with the IFA to help transition twilight year players from the game and the court or the field to the field of franchising and playing the game that never goes out of season. One that enables you to be your very best taking what you learned from the disciplines of a playbook and transforming that to the execution of an ops manual. And it's transferable skills, very transferable skills and playing through pain and all the things that you have to do where some people in franchising might throw the keys back to the franchise or the first time they hit a hiccup. That won't happen from a pro athlete in that role, will it? No. Yeah, that's you got to be great problem solvers. You've got to be reactive, right? We talk about adaptability all the time and being prepared. Preparation is such a key quality at a professional athletic level. And that's something that I really have tried to carry over into life and business to help me 
do the best job that I can that I can possibly do. When I looked at our joint connections in LinkedIn, it was no surprise to me to find Mr. Accountability, Walter Bond, among those that, <laughs> right. that we both know. <laughs> so, yes. Well, so now you're in the role of franchisee, you're in the role of franchisor, you're in the role of chief cultural officer, you're a performer, you've got a singing career, you've got all kinds of pieces and moving parts on the table. What's the big picture look like? What's the glue that holds and strings all of this together? How do you connect these dots and make each of these things that you're doing make sense for the bigger picture? Sure, that's a great question. Well, music has been an interesting journey. I mean, I, I had a, I was signed to a record deal in Nashville when I was playing for the Colts. And after retirement, I moved to Nashville to really give that career everything that I had. And, and I did that full time for three, four years. And then just began to realize, you know, how challenging that industry was, especially wanting to start a family. And so I began to phase out of that and really begin to focus on what my speaking career was, which was focusing on organizational culture and leadership development through the lens of a, of a Super Bowl blueprint. And that just began to I don't know, consume me, Stan. It, it enraptured me. I loved the idea of being able to impact the human condition at work. And so everything that I'm doing today, every lane that I'm in, even being a chief growth officer uh, with behavioral essentials, everything that I'm doing is focused on culture. And so while I wear multiple entrepreneurial hats, if you will, every single one of those hats is in the culture and leadership development lane. So all of the workshops and the coaching and the programming is all coming out of the same bucket. And so I'm able to stretch myself by helping multiple entities because all of that product is coming out of the same lane. What role are you playing on the corporate side in terms of development? I've, I've got to believe people coming to a discovery day to meet a Super Bowl champion might be a bit of an incentive for them. Yeah, I mean, that's been a lot of fun to, you know, to continue marketing that. And we're going to keep doing that. Um, I'm starting to build out our learning management system, which is going to include videos that really touch on what conquers creed is, what their non-negotiable belief system is. And we're going to start, we call it the culture drip. We're going to start putting out this content and it's not only for our franchisees and to be used as a training platform for onboarding in the future, but it's also meant for our consumers, right? Because we've also created a learning management system to provide to families because we don't just want to impact the franchisee. We want to impact everybody that comes in contact with our brand. So if there's a way to develop, let's say, integrity in in our franchisees and in their in their employees then we surely want to also develop integrity in our consumers and so we're working on building out a practicable application so that our coaches are not only coaching how to become a better ninja, but they're also coaching how to develop integrity. How do you act with integrity? How do you act with honesty, with courage, with humility, these types of qualities? And so not only do you bring your child to conquer ninja for fitness and fun, but you also bring them to be developed and, and to grow as, as young adults, which is the ultimate goal. I think there are a couple other brands out there that I've been impressed with over the years for similar philosophies like I-9 sports or soccer shots where it's all about teaching kids life lessons yep. through sports and they're having really good fun and doing what they love in the moment, but they're building blocks for the future at the same time, right? Well, I go back to your question about the long, the long vision here is Ninja, believe it or not, is one of the fastest growing sports in the world. It's vying for a 2028 Olympic position. 
and Conquer Ninja Gyms is the the national leader as a ninja gym brand. And so the the ultimate goal, Stan, is that we can turn this into a four or five hundred plus location national brand. And that doesn't even touch on the international opportunity because Ninja now is on every continent. And it's not just a gym, it's an actual sport. There's two national conferences in America where kids, young adults, and adults train to compete locally, regionally, and nationally and internationally. And so this sport is really gaining momentum, which makes it a sustainable business option. And and that's really the long-term goal. I mean, why I joined the franchisor group of Conquer Ninja Gyms was to not only make a difference locally, but to do something very special that can be a national and an international opportunity. Can we talk a little bit about some of the challenges that post-football life has brought to you that while you're doing all these things that that sound overwhelming with how much you've got to accomplish and how many different ways you've got to do it. You've got some headwinds, don't you? Yeah. I mean, it's, listen, my, my career ended because of concussions. My last one was on national television on HBO Hard Knocks. So you can, you can actually go watch it. And that was, that was a tough experience, Stan, because it was, it's an injury unlike any other. And, you know, I started to have some cognitive issues that be that were concerning. And, and we just had our first daughter. We have four daughters. So my life is so focused on family as well. And, and so to your point though, it was a challenging time, but I've put a lot of work in to improve those cognitive abilities. In fact, I've done that through a franchise. And I think we talked about this, you, you know, this franchise well, we did. It's, yep. it's learning RX. And so I guess if you think about it, Stan, that's another touch point long before becoming a franchisee is that my brain health, my cognitive brain health was transformed by a franchise that's dedicated to strengthening cognitive weaknesses in individuals. And and that was life-changing for me. And so I'm happy to say today that I feel stronger cognitively than I have ever. And it's it's really put me in a position to be successful moving forward. You wrote a book that had a, a chilling, moving title. Tell us about that. Yeah, Counting the Days While My Mind Slips Away. So I, I was approached by a literary agent in New York to share my story. And so we wrote that book. And the title actually came out of a song that I wrote called You Will Always Be My Girls. And I wrote this song on a plane as I was really trying to process the future. And this was right after I retired. So I was still struggling with with some of these cognitive issues. And so my mind was racing towards all of the negativity that was in the in the marketplace around CTE, uh, the brain disease CTE, and and where professional football players' futures were headed. And and so I wrote this song based upon that idea. Like, what would I say to my wife and my daughters if the day ever came when I would begin to forget who they are? And and it was just emotional. I was actually tearing up on this, on this plane, but I wrote this, I turned it into a music video. And wouldn't you believe, uh, or not long after I, I was asked to testify at a congressional hearing, and I told this story and everybody wanted to see the music video. So I released it and it went viral. And it, it's really designed to emotionally connect people to the importance of their mind and their memories. And so I try to look at life through a different lens now because of that situation. You're listening to Ben Utech. He's a former Super Bowl champion and currently a franchisor and franchisee of Conquer Ninja Gyms. And we're going to continue our conversation right after a quick break. Franchise Today will be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors. 
Hey, franchisors of restaurants, bars, grills, and taverns, and multi-unit franchisees, listen up. This message is for you. Atmosphere TV wants to help you cut costs on overpriced cable TV for your business and either replace it completely or partially if sports programming is essential at your locations. What Atmosphere TV provides are 100% free programming options with more than 50 channels of highly engaging and entertaining programming that is audio optional and guaranteed to please your customers and even increase their average ticket per visit. So here's how it works. Atmosphere hooks you up with an Apple TV HD receiver loaded with more than 50 channels of fully licensed, no cost to you, fun and lifestyle programming. These channels include Chive and Red Bull TV, bloopers, superhuman feats, and an array of viewing options that don't require sound to be enjoyed. And this offer is not just limited to restaurants or bars. No, any business with a TV screen in its waiting room can benefit from Atmosphere's free programming offer as well. So what are you waiting for? Cut the cord on overpriced cable and get Atmosphere TV with its 100% free, engaging, and entertaining programming options. Keep your guests happy while they wait to see you instead of watching the clock and their wait times. Chiropractors, doctors, dentists, auto repair shops, anyone with TVs in your waiting rooms, jump onto this amazing offer today. And if you text the word FRANCHISE to 474747, Atmosphere will waive the $100 setup fee for the Apple TV HD receiver that they'll ship to you as well at no cost. Atmosphere TV, changing the way businesses view television. Find them online at atmosphere.tv and remember, text FRANCHISE to 474747 for the no-charge Apple receiver. Cut the cord and get rid of cable today with Atmosphere TV. And the conversation continues with Ben Utek, NFL great, starting tight end for Indianapolis. Great story. Great person that's filled with passion and purpose. And he brings all of that today to we lucky people in the world of franchising. (laughs) Ben, talk about the value proposition that you bring to parents. Because the lucky kids that get to work out or to play and enjoy what you bring them with Conqueror Ninja is because parents said it was okay to bring them there. What is it that drives parents to the gym from a consumer perspective? Yeah, what an important question, because ultimately that is probably the most important question that we have to answer. We focus on kids five to 15, and there are adults, even older adults that love to compete in Conquer Ninja, but our focus is and primary demographic is 5 to 15. And I think one of the reasons why parents really enjoy Ninja is is because it is fitness entertainment. It's a different form of fitness that allows kids to come through obstacle course training and use their body weight. It's not necessarily connected to a specific team sport. And so it gives them a different way to grow in strength and in agility. And I think that that's one of the things that's really important to parents. Also, that it is an actual sport. We've kind of grown into a a mono sport approach in our country where kids have to choose at such a young age now what team sport they want to be a part of. That unfortunately excludes a large demographic of kids. And so Ninja now provides a whole new platform for kids to choose a sport and to become a part of a team. 
and to compete individually in a totally new way that's directly connected to one of the most popular television shows on prime time right now, which is American Ninja Warrior. And so we think that there's a huge value add on the fitness, on the family, and on the fun side of this model. But we also think that the culture is going to set it apart. And we're developing a culture like you put it, Stan, that really focuses on the importance of life lessons and life skills. And so not only do kids come to Conquer Ninja to grow as athletes in a new fun obstacle course style training program, but they also have a chance to grow as people and teaching them qualities about integrity and character and qualities about accountability and perseverance and instilling that within our training sessions so that when parents leave their children with us, not only can they trust that their child is going to grow in health, but they're also going to grow in life and as young adults. So really excited about the future. Well, it's a great segue into the franchise side of the business. So now that we understand the value prop to the consumer, what does somebody have to do to earn a spot on your team to become a franchisee? Because I've got to believe the bar is pretty high. Yeah, the bar is high. You know, Stan, we talked about this too, Stan, your approach to bringing on franchisees and, and how important it was to really teach and educate them what it takes to be a great ambassador of the brand. And that's ultimately what we start with in our discovery days as well. And now having finished our culture creed, which is basically our culture game plan and manual, that is now a part of the onboarding experience. And so as a franchise, when you come in, not only do you learn what it takes to be a great franchisee and all of the systems that it takes to run Conquer Ninja effectively, but you also go through an in-depth training on the culture of the organization and how we're using this to not only develop your staff and team members, but taking that culture out into the consumer and improving their lives as well. And so we've set a high standard right away in finding and making sure we find franchisees that care deeply about making a social impact investment, right? It's not just about building a, a solid small business so that you can make money. It's about making money and transforming lives. Will you invite multi-unit ownership or will these have to be owner operators? How do you instill that culture and ensure that it stays present if you've got more than one location? Yeah, single unit, multi, open to potentially some uh, regional development, potential mini masters, masters. We're open to all that. And I think part of that, the answer to that question, and, and I know you've even started mentoring me in this as well, is how can you incorporate culture into the franchise operating system? How do we make it as objective as some of the other operational systems that are in place so that when you're training, whether it's a single, a multi, an area, you've created a turnkey, in-the-box, scalable culture platform that comes with learning management systems, it comes with manuals, and it comes with performance reviews. And all of that comes in a scalable software platform in order to ensure that no matter who is becoming a franchisee or who is selling franchises, they're also selling and scaling that culture along with the business. Well, I think with that comes principle-centered leadership, and yeah. I think a great role model for the example for this might be Chick-fil-A, yep. in that nothing matters more than the principle-centered leadership and the godliness of that brand. And you can have a great location anywhere in the country across the street from a stadium that's going to have hundreds of thousands of people there every Sunday, but guess what won't be open? 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the brand and its culture stand strong. We're going to get close to the finish line here, believe it or not. What haven't I asked you that you wished I did? Oh, man. I don't think much. I will tell you that being surrounded by five incredible women every day is, has been a huge support and accountability system just in my life. I've probably learned more about myself as a man because of these incredible women. And maybe that's one thing that I kind of left out, Stan, is that one of the reasons I became a franchisee in Conquer was because my kids loved it. They walked in on Discovery Day and their eyes just got wide and the smiles got huge and I couldn't keep them off the obstacles. <laughs> and so that was something that was more than anything else. That meant that meant the world to me. And if I know if my children wanted to partake and do something like this, then it would be something that I would want to bring to others. Terrific. How about some contact info, Ben? There are going to be some people in this audience that are going to want to learn more, no doubt. Well, definitely go to www.conquerninja.com to learn more there. I am very accessible on LinkedIn, so please reach out to me. You can find me just at Ben Utech and would love to connect with you and talk with you and just really excited about the opportunity to grow this business. Well, grow it you will because when you do all the things that you do to lay the foundations down that are required, it's going to be there for you and the money will follow as well. I'm certain that this is a brand that we're going to be seeing more and more of in more and more places. Ben Utech, I can't thank you enough for being here and for being so transparent and so open and honest. And that's what people remember, I'm sure, about you more than anything. It's not so much the words, it's how you make them feel. And I think you make people feel pretty good. Oh, thanks, Dan. That means a lot. Ben Utech, thanks again. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Join me again next Wednesday when I return and we do it all again. Until then, I'm Stan Friedman wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising. And Franchise Today is out. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com or iTunes.